Hello there and welcome to my podcast and thank you for tuning in. Hope you're doing really well and having a good week, day, month, year and good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, whatever time of day you're listening in. <laughs> um, that's the beauty about these podcasts, isn't it? you can tune in whenever you like. Anyhow, um, <laughs> thank you for tuning into this one. Uh, the last trailer I made was about how this podcast is going to be about um, my time as transferring from uh, a Jehovah's Witness to Anglican and about a discussion I had with the priest about my time and skills I learned from door-to-door preaching. The idea has to go to my fiance. She said, you know what, Paul, talking about that would make a good podcast, didn't you? Yes, and I can admit that. I can admit that. I can admit that. And uh, I must thank you for joining me on FaceTime to record this. I know that your work. Oh, it's my pleasure. Oh no, no, the the, the pleasure's all mine. And uh, yeah, due to work commitments, you have to use the FaceTime, which is a shame. However, it's not a problem. Um, At least we can still get the recordings out there, which is great. And thank you for bringing me this idea. You are very welcome. Thank you. I hope I hope uh, your listen your listeners enjoy it. Well, that's my listeners. They're our listeners now, aren't they? So. Oh, yeah, I guess so. But yes, I hope you listeners do listen. Hi, listeners. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. I'm classic for interrupting, so. Oh. Go for it. Oh. Zipping it. No, no, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. But uh, uh, no, what we're going to do, we're going to, um, together, we're going to discuss about what the priest asked me to do, which is talking to the congregation about my time as a Jehovah's Witness, and more specifically about the door-to-door preaching activities that Jehovah's Witnesses are renowned for and very famous for. And she wanted to know more about it. So she came up with some questions. And I came up with the answers. And in church one Sunday morning, we did like a question and answer session in front of the congregation. So, what we're going to do in this podcast is precisely that. So, we're going to record uh, the question and answer in each segment. And then hopefully with my editing skills, put it together as one podcast. I hope that works. We'll soon find out. If it doesn't, you'll have loads of... (laughs) You'll have very short podcasts from us. Anyhow, so I will... uh, We will um, end this first section so that we can go on to the recording of the questions. So, keep keep it tuned. Hello, and welcome to section two. Hopefully this is going to turn out okay. We're still not sure if this is going to turn out okay or not. Hopefully I can piece them all together to make one podcast. If not, there'll be loads of segments, won't there? It's great being newbies. <laughs> Isn't it just? It's a great app, by the way. Yes. I must admit. Um, so, without further ado... Oh, I guess you're waiting for me. I am, dear. Oh, well, Paul. Yes? Would you please tell me why Jehovah's Witnesses go out preaching door to door I certainly can answer that question for you being sent out preaching from door to door is in line with Jesus commission to all his disciples in Matthew chapter 28 verse 19 and 20 
which I will read, actually. Um, Please do. I will. And the version I'm reading from is uh, the new revised stand standard version, which is used by the Anglican Church. So it says, Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded you. And remember, I am with you always to the end of the age. Isn't that wonderful? It is wonderful. It is very wonderful. Because, like I always say, what is life without God? It wouldn't exist, would it? It wouldn't exist? No, it wouldn't. Non-existent. Yes, exactly. Yes. So, we shall hopefully put this one to the side, go on to question two, and hopefully at the end we can piece them all together. So, I hope. I hope too. Bear with my fingers. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> okay, so we're now on to question number three. Number two. Yes, number two. Wow. It's hard being right all the time. Oh, I okay, know. So... Wouldn't I be lost without you, sweetheart? <laughs> Wouldn't I be lost without you? Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm just only kidding. I am... Yeah, I'm only kidding. But anyway, so number two. Why do Jehovah's Witnesses go out in twos? Please yes, tell me. I will. It's a very good question, actually. Um... Thank you. I'm glad I thought of it. <laughs> After you told me it. Yes. Well, <laughs> yeah, we're sort of plagiarism here, aren't we? But you know, who cares? Uh, it's all my material, so I don't care. Um, there are a number of. I'm not sure we should admit that over the air. But it's my material. Well, it's plagiarism. It's don't forget. You know, not don't... plagiarism. It's my material. So. Oh, okay. Now you say. Yes, I have said. Okay, so tell me, mm -hmm. why do Jehovah's Witnesses go out in twos? I would be glad to tell you. Um, there are a number of scriptures where Jesus sends his disciples out in twos. Namely, Matthew chapter 21 verse 1, Mark 11 verse 1, Mark 14 verse 3, and Luke 19 verse 20. And when Jesus gave the mission to the 70 in Luke 10 verse 1, he sent them out in twos. So Crystal, would you mind reading us? Luke chapter 10 verse 1 please. Oh sure, I will be happy to do that. Thank you. Okay, so after these things the Lord appointed 70 others also and sent them two by two before his face into every city and place where he himself was about to go. It's lovely. Thank you. So even he... Him, he oh, you're talking about the scripture. Oh, both actually. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you, you read fantastic and the scripture is lovely as well because even, even he himself is going to go there and so he wouldn't ask us to do something he wouldn't be prepared to do no he wouldn't no that's all so thank you for reading that you're welcome it was absolutely read beautifully you should consider reading the bible as a as a you know recording recorded bible read by crystal It'd be awesome I would take that gig It'd be awesome. It would be. It would take me a long time, but... Well, if any recording um, publishing companies would like Crystal to uh, 
voice over their Bible, then feel free to email us. Please give me the, um, the enunciation of, uh, certain names, because I have no idea. <laughs> There's a lot of weird names in the Bible. <laughs> yeah, agreed. Agreed. There is. There is. There really is. Yeah. I'd rather yeah. you have that gig than me. But, uh, no. Uh, info at 1090productions.com and we'll obviously answer your, your emails there. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, so we shall pause this one and go to question number three, finally, in a second. Okay, so now we're going on to question number three this time. Question number three. What was it like going into unknown territory? I mean, it must have been a little scary to walk up to strangers' doors and, and knock not knowing who's behind that door and what criticism you're about to face. Oh, absolutely. Um, it was it was daunting at times going into the unknown territory. Um, but as far as, as far as I was concerned, it was you know all unknown territory really. Um, I met with atheists, pagans, and also many other Christians from other denominations. Occasionally, I was held abuse. Water was thrown on me threats of violence, and so on. But you know what? Jesus actually warned that we will not be welcomed by everyone. I mean, look what happened to him, you know? So I always kept in mind that this is exactly what Jesus wanted me to do, as he had sent his disciples out in the same way. So I felt like I was doing something that, you know, Jesus wouldn't have expected me to do if he wasn't prepared to do it himself or send his own disciples out and and when you think about what Jesus actually went through you know, having water thrown means nothing to being having a crown of thorns put on my head and put on a, on a cross and crucified you know and so I I just felt that it doesn't matter about what I'm gonna face okay it was frightening at times you know there were some very threatening people I met that was really, you know. I'm sure there were. Oh, yeah, there really was. But at the end of the day, you know, you just have to think, doing the right thing. I was, I remember um, there was a, an older gentleman in the uh, congregation of Jehovah's Witnesses who always said that he loved it when people would be abusive to him. And I said to him, why is that? He said, because I know I'm doing the right thing. And Jesus said that people will not welcome you. And they didn't always. So when he when he was not welcomed, he realised that he was doing what Jesus said would happen. Huh. Yeah, it's quite quite an interesting thought. Bit of food for thought. Well, I'm not really sure I have the guts to do it. So yeah, it's amazing. You know, it's amazing what prayer can do. You know. Um. I mean, regardless of my religious beliefs, which I, you know, will be discussed, I'm sure later we'll have another segment on all of that. Um, you know, much respect to you for going out and doing what you believe is right. Yeah, it was. I, I did. Thank you. I did. I, I did. You're welcome. I did what Jesus told me to do, and I felt that that's the thing I need to do is do what Jesus told me to do. And, you know, it's interesting, I, I've always had that evan evangelism in me to, to do that, and 
I would be very happy to um, answer the call from Jesus to go and evangelize and, and you know, encourage people to get to know the Lord, encourage them to get to know him, which is exactly what I was trying to do by going from door to door. You know, I was trying to engage them in conversation about the Bible, about God, and to, you know, try and, and engage them in, in opening the Bible, in, in, in listening to the word of the Lord through the Bible, and getting to have a close relationship with, with the Lord, which is what we're all encouraged to do. So that was uh, that was that was the uh, the uh, the goal, I suppose, was to go and tell people of the Lord. So yeah, so thank you. So we'll now move on to question. Thank you. <laughs> move on to question four in just one second. Okay. So now we're moving on to question number four. Control. All right, what did you take with you when you went door to door? Interesting. The one thing I always carried and made sure I had with me was my Bible. Um, sometimes the only thing I ever took with me was just the Bible. Word of the Lord, you know, it's what I was doing. Um, but mainly I took along tracts and other watchtower literature to place with those who were interested and wanted to know more. If I did place anything with people, I would make a note of the person's name, what I left with them, and then return back to them in a couple of weeks or so to find out if they had any questions, and of course if they'd be interested in a free home Bible study. But the main objective was to spread the good news of our Saviour to all. And, you know, Matthew 24, 14 talks about and this good news of the kingdom will be preached in all the inhabited earth. And I was part of that by going and preaching it, telling people about the Lord. So, sometimes all I'd take was just the Bible. And... So no form of like, protection or anything with you? Nothing at all. For all those people who opened the door and verbally, or even, I, I could imagine, almost physically abusive towards you? Yep. Nothing at all. Just the Bible. And the Holy Spirit. Who's your protection? Absolutely. Then no physical protection. <laughs> Faith is an amazing thing. Oh, isn't it? Uh -huh. You know, and I must admit that, you know, doing this, um, preaching from door to door was actually faith building. You know, when you when you get the abuse hurled at you, etc. But you don't actually get physically hurt. Or you might get a splash of water on you or whatever. It builds your faith that you know, you know what, I could have been really, really hurt here. But it was only a threat, it was only words, and words aren't gonna hurt me. Well, they may hurt my emotions, but they're not gonna physically hurt me. They're not gonna kill me, words can't kill me. Um, water being thrown at me is not gonna kill me. So. Unless you're made of sugar. Yes, or salt. Or snow. Oh, yes. It's a good thing you're not frosty, the snowman. Well, yeah, you know, some people say I have a frosty personality. I'm terribly sorry about my phone, I shall put that on silence. I didn't even hear it go off. Okay. Well, I did. Well, that's okay. Terribly sorry. No, no. No, not to apologize about things like that. This is what podcasts are all about the unknown. <laughs> Do, 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 do. 
yeah, no, this, this is this is this is you know something that I firmly believed in and believed that the only thing I needed was the Bible. That was my sword, if you will, you know, which is described in Ephesians chapter six, the sword of truth. So, yeah. So we'll now move on to question number five. Okay. So moving on to question number. Five. I would hold on. I can't, I can't read question number five because the cotton's in the way. Um, okay, so what would you say when people opened the door to you? Okay, well, I would always begin by asking if I may share a passage from the world's bestseller. And it's not Harry Potter. At the time, it was the Holy Bible, and maybe Harry Potter now. <laughs> not the Beatles. What? Oh, yeah, maybe. But no. Bye-bye. I mean, yeah. mm, that's anyway, that's another so, conversation. Yeah, it, it is indeed. We could discuss that right. another time. <laughs> so I begin by asking if I may share a passage from the world's bestseller. Um, the usual scripture that I would share was my favourite. Revelation chapter 21, verse 4. As it is so heartwarming. In fact, I would just like to take this opportunity to read that scripture for you. Revelation chapter 21, verse 4, where it says... He will wipe away every tear from their eyes. Death will be no more. Mourning and crying and pain will be no more. For the first things have passed away. I, I just love that. And I always find that so heartwarming um, for people. So then I'd go on to say that the only way that's possible is due to Jesus' sacrifice. And what a wonderful saviour we have to have taken away the sins of the whole world, not just the select few, but the whole world. And then just see where yes. the conversation would lead. Those of every religion and every background, every race, yep. every gender, mm -hmm. everyone. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. What would the world be like now if we could accept everybody for who they are? Well, this is the thing, isn't it? You know, that's the sad thing about the whole, the whole things that's going on in the world today. But you know, it, 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 the Bible says that will happen. You know, and if only people would just see it that Jesus said, "Love your neighbour as yourself." If people could just practice that, that the, the the crime rate would go down. You know, I know that. It's going to happen because Satan is the ruler of this world and he's running wild and is just, you know, making things insanely terrible and he's destroying lives. And But I firmly believe that if a lot of people just applied the scriptures in their daily lives, that, you know, it would benefit not just themselves, not just the others, the benefit that they're treating well, but the knock-on effect of the entire world. So, as, as a Christian, I feel it's my responsibility to, um, to treat others with the, the respect, the love that Jesus showed the whole world. Not just to me, but to everybody. And if, you know, my Lord and God can do that, uh, even when he went through all that pain and suffering on the cross, then who am I to Why help? can't we? Exactly. Yeah. So. Who are we to judge? Exactly. And who 
are we to not forgive? Yeah. Um. Yes, exactly. You know, it's funny because I always say when you're judging somebody, when you're pointing the finger, if you point your finger, right, you've got three fingers pointing right back at you. So every one thing you point at somebody, you've got three things pointing at you. Just like the scripture says, here, brother, let me remove that, you know, that, that, uh, <laughs> that splinter in your eye. Well, well, I've got a big rafter in my hand. You know, we shouldn't judge. We should just love and overlook things with love. Jesus even it said... It would really hurt to have a splinter in my eye. It really hurts to have a rafter in my eye. I probably would have a, well, have a head left in my eye, but... No. no. Unless you're on Grey's Anatomy or one of those other shows, and I'm pretty sure that, you know, they could probably make it work. Oh, they can make anything work with CGI nowadays, yes. can't they? Let's see yeah. if they can make world peace work with CGI. Yeah. Oh, I wish. No, oh, me too. Don't we all? But yes. With with um with prayer, perhaps something might happen. Who knows? So we shall move on to the final question in a second. Okay. Okay. So now we're on to the final question of this uh, discussion. Is that my cue? Yes, it is your cue. Oh, okay. All right, when, so the final question I would have... I'm sorry? I said, when, whenever you're ready. Oh, okay, let me... Okay, hold on, let me do my hair first. Anyway, and my makeup. That's it, and... yeah, yeah. You look beautiful. Yep, okay. Yeah. All right, so I'm good. All right, so how would you adapt that approach of door-to-door -door preaching for the Anglican Church? Okay, so... <laughs> What I said at the time to the priest was that uh, if I was able to get together enough of us willing to come along, I feel that the most effective way would be a big smile and friendly nature. Short introduction that we're from our local parish church, I would like to share a scripture and then offer an invitation to come along to a Sunday service where there'll be a very warm welcome and of course, tea and biscuits afterwards. <laughs> Most important thing in an English Anglican church, tea and biscuits afterwards. Yes, tea and biscuits. Absolutely. And not the type that you put with gravy either. Cookies, you'd call them. But uh, that's another discussion. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, one thing I always said to the, to everybody after that, made that joke about tea and biscuits, was that, you know, there's actually no need for a door frame for ministry. No need at all for a door frame. Because our conduct is also a form of evangelizing and it's interesting because there's actually a scripture in John chapter 13 verse 35 babe would you mind reading that for us I will I will thank you so John 13 verse 35 says and by the way this is highlighted in red which is means that Jesus is saying this yes. um, by this all we know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another yeah absolutely which is something we brought up in the last question but yeah so there is no need for a door frame at all just the way we conduct ourselves with each other is a form of evangelizing to the world that this is what how christians behave and this is what yeah. christ did for not just christians but for all atheists pagans Muslim doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. And no one is better than the other. Absolutely. We are all. We were all made by God, and we were. We are all human beings. No matter what religion we 
we practice, no matter what our beliefs are. Um, I mean, I've said that before, but no matter what race or anything, we're all made by God. And we all have the same amount of bones in our bodies. Um, I guess, give or take, due to you know, birth deformities or whatever. Yes. Um, but, you know, no, I'm not better than you or anybody else. And, I mean, I am right all the time, but that's... <laughs> that's just that's just your perfection there, isn't it, you know? Yeah, I mean, that, that's okay. So females are better than males, but, you know. Um, of course, I'm joking again, in case anybody takes me seriously. <laughs> I think by the end of this recording, everyone knows the sort of uh, goofy people we are by now. You know, yeah. we, we take a serious conversation so. and make it goofy. It's great, but, you know. Yeah. But, it's, you but know. I, have, I have respect for everybody in all religions. And, mm. you know, I, I don't respect people who don't respect each other. I mean, I think the, the one scripture that is, you know, I, I guess by far the most important in human life is do unto others as you would have done unto yourself. I mean, if everybody followed that scripture alone, no matter what your religion or belief system that should still apply. I mean, it. it's just a matter of respect. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more with you, sweetheart. You know, I have the faith that God will give us the confidence to carry out his work. The reason I say that goes back to the first scripture that I read in Matthew chapter 28. It's actually the end part of verse 20 where it says, I am with you always to the end of the age and if Christ is with us we have everything we need Amen Amen Well that leads to the end of the uh, podcast this, this week or this day or however often we're going to record these this has been really good fun and <laughs> You know, I really enjoyed being able to uh, talk about something that's quite passionate to me. My, my faith, yeah. my beliefs are something I've always held quite dear. And, you know, God is really real to me. Um, I'll discuss more about that in another podcast, as to how God became really real to me. It's quite dramatic, actually, how God became really real to me. Um, so listen out for that podcast coming up in the next uh, few days or weeks. And, um, yeah, it will actually will make you think, really... <laughs> You've heard the story, so. Yeah. Um. Mind if I just add one bit in here? I know this wasn't, this isn't scripted or whatever, but um. Mind if I add just a little bit in here? You can have it. I can, like sweetheart. Yeah, I just, uh, I think it's interesting the, the whole concept of this podcast about taking um. Stuff you learn from one religion and applying it to another religion. I mean, it it just goes to say that. You know it. No one's right or wrong. I mean, we, it's just, I think you just have to do what you feel like you're called to do. As long as it's not hurting somebody else. Let me just put that in there. As long as it's not hurting somebody else or disrespecting somebody else, we all have to do what we believe we have been called to do. I love that. Yeah, I couldn't say any better myself. You're right. But, you know, if we show love for one another, then if we're called to do something that's showing love for one another, then we're not doing anything wrong, are we? No. Um, but, uh, yeah, I would like to thank everyone for tuning into this podcast and listening into us. Yes, thank you. 
and thank you for joining me, Crystal. It's been lovely to have oh, you with me. You are very welcome. Thank you. And thank you for having me. Well, it's my pleasure. I would just like to uh, leave everyone with the final thought for this podcast. I sound like Jerry Springer now, don't I? Jerry's final thought. Um, <laughs> the, the actual final thought I have is a scripture I'd like to share with you all. It's um, Matthew chapter 22, and it's verse 37 through verse 40. He said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the greatest and first commandment. And a second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. So it just leaves me now to say thank you again. God bless you all. And I look forward to recording another podcast for you in the next few days or weeks. And um, so from Crystal and I, peace and love. Peace and love. Bye-bye. Take care.